What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. No, 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 no. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with. No, 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 no. KG in the house. You know, a lot of people say, why don't you get like those super intense like intros and everything? But the honest reason, I've always hated them. Like, I hate when I go to a podcast and it sounds like bombs are going off and it's like a frenzy and there's like a party and like fireworks and all these things. I'm like, I just want to hear the podcast. So me and Kyle have just kept our little intro. We've rolled with it. I mean, you know, let us know if you think that's something you would like, like a little theme intro. I don't know. But anyways, as always, I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with. His co-host and co-coach KG, and I'm in the house. And today we got a great episode. Uh, you know, we were like, hmm, what's on our mind? We were a little stumped on what we wanted to film from this episode, and then it hit us. And then we were like, ooh, we love this. Because time and time again, I've had both uh, males, females, everyone pretty much reaching out saying, you know, why or sorry not why i've had all different types of people wanting to build muscle which i've loved like i've loved seeing that rhetoric change of you know of it's okay for everyone to build muscle and you know a lot of people want to build some serious amounts of muscle right just like people want to take off unwanted fat so we're going to give you six reasons why you aren't building the muscle you want to um and you know these are carefully thought out make sure you listen to all of them number six in particular you'll find quite interesting so make sure to stay to the end but number one is you're too scared to be strong. So you probably knew this one was coming, but very often this is where I'll see a lot of people messing up. I'll put someone on a great routine. It'll be periodized. You know, they'll be focusing on compounds. I'll do all these wonderful things. And then um, eventually I'll say, hey, send me a form video. I want to check your intensity for the exercise. And I use an RIR scale most frequently, which is reps and reserve. It's a way for me to gauge if people are pushing to their potential for that movement. So if I have an RAR2, essentially it means I have like two reps left in the tank at the end of my exercise gun to my head. Where I see people go wrong is they'll be doing something like a bench press, you know, they'll do their eight reps. I'm like, ah, you could probably do 20 more reps, you know, like you, you got to embrace that feeling of challenge. And yes, it's hard to get strong. Yes, it's scary to have that weight start to get tired, to feel those muscles pumping up, to feel everything coming along. But that's totally okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, being strong is a very important metric of health. It's really going to help you add new lean muscle. It's going to help you feel better. It's going to help improve um, bone density, all these important things. So don't be scared to be strong. You know, the other common thing I'll hear is, hey, I don't have a spot. How can I be strong? You know, it's really important you learn how to fail safely at the gym. You're using the right equipment to do that as well. And you're on a routine that does have it safe. You shouldn't be failing all that often. And if you do, it should be in a very controlled manner or it should be, you know, based off an AMRAP or something like that. A good routine won't have you doing that too much, but strength in general is an important thing. And, you know, that's why I really also recommend, you know, if you're really serious about training, I recommend everyone try percentage-based training once. I love getting my clientele on percentage-based training um, because it just shocks them. They're like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize like this was a level I could work at. Like even my brother has been lifting for a long, long time and he wanted to do his first powerlifting meet. So I made him a program and it just really shocked him. You know, he's like, oh my goodness, there are tools here I will use for the rest of my journey because you realize the potential you can actually work at when you do something like a powerlifting program or something based in that it just absolutely blows your mind out of the water but once you realize that potential you can really accelerate your results so it's really important it's worth filming yourself it's worth working out with other people that push you there's a lot of different ways to do this obviously having a coach um, but don't be too scared to be strong this is a big metric to actually building muscle 
Yeah. And I think like one common mistake, especially, you know, for all you awesome women out there is just like, you know, a lot of people just constantly trying to do like 20 reps, like, you know, leaving like 10 reps left in the tank, as you had said already. And like, you know, just even powerlifting aside, just for anybody here who's looking to improve their body composition, eat more calories, um, just overall look better. Like simply building muscle is the most important one of the most important, I'd say like, you know, phases. And I do believe everyone needs some sort of phase, whether it's us helping you do a body recomp or just having eight to 12 weeks of a dedicated slight surplus. It'll help you just down the road for so many different reasons with how you look, with how you perform. And just once again, it's a long-term investment that I feel like a lot of people are just so focused on. I need to shred, I need to shred. And that's all they do for the next 15 years. And they never get into a maintenance or a surplus period, which is just a massive mistake. Yeah, and I'm going to jump into number two because I'm passionate about this one. Kyle will take the next two. And that's that you don't listen to your body. So bear with me on this one. This one is also a little bit interesting. What I mean by this is with building muscle, you need to really become very in tune with yourself. And what I mean by that is if you're doing things and you're not feeling contractions or you can't engage a muscle, you know, there's an old saying, if you can't flex it, you're probably not working it right. Um, It's a high level tactic, but it's very important. Like you need to learn how to actually contract and have mind muscle connection and listen to your body. Just the same, if something feels very wrong, and you keep doing it, you know, that's not going to do very well for you. That's probably going to put you back. Even adding on to that, you know, if you're someone who's just always pushing it 100% all out seven days a week, you know, you think you're doing better, but you're not, you're doing worse. You're actually setting yourself back because you're never going to give yourself the ability to rest, you know, to actually be hungry for the gym. You know, you're going to be working at a lower threshold, right? Like it's so important you listen to your body when you need a rest, when you need a deload, um, you know, when an exercise isn't feeling the best for you, when it's not optimized for you. Great example, ton of people hate upright rows cause them a lot of shoulder pain and it's understandable why it does you know if you look at the anatomy of the movement um right and just biomechanics in general but i love them in particular i got a great contraction i feel no pain so i listen to that and just the same with kyle i love 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 deep dumbbell flies like I like them like Arnold, you know, I like opening up my chest as far as I can, almost bring that dumbbell to the floor. I do them light just to be careful not to overstress, you know, my pec because that is an easy way to rip your pec if you overload it. Kyle, he has a little bit of shoulder pain. So he goes, eh, I'm going to opt out of these. I'm going to do fly presses instead, which are a good alternative. It's safer for him. There's no sense him just copying, you know, or just doing flies because he needs to do flies like find that smarter thing then his shoulder can feel better then he can push harder in his bench then he can actually train shoulders and he's not going to be like dreading the gym because he's going to be in pain for six days like this is a very high level tactic or thought but listening to your body learning how you work learning how you recover best how you rest best how you grow best how you're hungriest for the gym what motivates you like this is a very important metric uh, to building muscle I love it, man. We could end this right there, and I feel like everyone would get so much value Boom. from this episode. No, 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 no. But we're going to keep going because that's how we do it. We overpromise and we overdeliver. One of my favorite quotes is, your body is the boss. You know, your body knows what you need to be doing, you know, and everyone's body is so different. If I just listen to what, you know, Josh, like just follow everything Josh does, like, you know, his routine, you know, his walking schedule, his eating schedule, his sleeping schedule, and think that's going to work for me. Like, we're just so different. And I think, you know, a lot of people here like have heard it many times, but I don't think people apply it as much. And we're going to jump into that after, but it's like, everyone's trying to do the same routine as Jay Cutler, eat the same meal plan as everyone else. It's like, are you even thinking for yourself? You know, like, uh, anyways, so I wanted to jump into number three, which I feel like 
once again, isn't being talked enough, uh, talked about enough. I feel like we do a great job of it, but I don't believe this is why I believe we're going to take over the fitness and health space in the podcast. We're going to be number one, a couple of years from now, um, because we talk about what's most important and what's going to actually get you the results you deserve and keep the results. And you're just not sleeping enough or properly, and you're not taking care of your stress. You're not managing your stress. Once again, I've mentioned before how I don't think you should be fully getting rid of it. And just like thinking that it's, some like stress is going to come and like, you can always just like, like blow it away. But I think there's ways to manage it. And, you know, for me, I've always talked, I love meditation. Um, I love sometimes just going for, for walks without any headphones or anything. Like I have five to six different things in place to help me with different stress that pops up here and there with just, you know, being a human. Um, and then also sleep, you know, just making sure I'm getting high quality sleep, you know, just making sure I'm sleeping with the, um, my room as dark as physically possible. I'm getting my eight ish hours on average, you know, sometimes a little bit less, but you know, just all of this stuff, you're, you're literally going to be building muscle as you sleep with all of the, like the nutrition in place with the training in place. But I know so many people who have like get like, or at least I've talked in the past to people who get like four to five crappy hours. Like they're always stressed and they just, they wonder why they can't build muscle. And, you know, just once again, sleep and stress um, management is going to be the biggest thing that you can, one of the biggest things you can focus on for sure. Yeah. Kyle knocked that one out of the park. Like <laughs> It just sounds so silly, the concept of stress management and sleep. But I, even Kyle, that quote, your body's the boss. I say that to clients all the time. They'll be like, when can I do this? I'm like, honestly, you know, you might like, the, I sometimes say the client's my boss too, because, you know, I have to, I need to make sure I'm getting them great results. But their body, like, it's just, if you think of how complex we are, like, every different thing, even if you look like there's billions, I believe of gut bacteria in your gut, like it, it's still largely un, not understood. And then hormones in general bones, like, it's just amazing how complex we are. And we're trying to really like streamline and maximize the thing, you know, and to, to optimize human performance and health. And once again, there are a lot of different components to that. And that's why you don't want to overlook that recovery, that sleep, that stress management phase, because the more things you can have working for you, the better. So Kyle nailed that one, I'm going to let him jump into number four now yeah number four i'm super passionate about it and you know i wanted to take a bit of a turn on this one so we have you're not eating the right foods now once again just the basics getting enough protein actually eating enough solid healthy carbs um you know healthy fats like of course that's essential i'd say at least 90 percent healthy whole foods you know is going to be is going to be super important but i wanted to also take a little bit of a pivot because i know there are a lot of people who are hard gainers who and even like, I hear this so often, like, I just, I want to be shredded. I don't want to go out of a deficit. I don't want to put on any weight. And like a lot of people are just super scared. And I understand it's maybe because you've been overweight in the past. Maybe it's because you're a bit worried about putting on too much fat, like whatever's going through your head. I do believe, as I've mentioned before, spending some sort of time around maintenance um, or at least in a slight surplus will pay you back over and over in the future. And I, once again, this is where a lot of people go wrong is they spend majority of their life or majority of the year, let's say, um, in a deficit. They lose a lot of muscle within that deficit, of course. You know, and, and here's the thing is like, we have ways to make it work, especially while keeping you in a slight deficit. But most people who are doing this themselves, um, they're super harsh. They, they see the scale go down uh, or not go down for a week. They bring themselves down, thrash their calories, and they just make all these decisions because they're emotionally attached to those results. So once again, like making sure you're eating the right amount to actually build muscle. If you're trying to build muscle on a 1000 calorie, uh, you know, diet, like it's, it's going to be in 
it's not going to happen, right? So that's why having a coach in place, having someone hold you accountable, um, Josh and myself are always available to help you make those decisions so you don't have to struggle and spin your wheels for the next, uh, you know, the next 20 years. So, you know, once again, hit us up on Instagram at Colossus Fit um, and just send us uh, the keyword build muscle. And we know exactly what that means. We'll have a conversation. We'll see what your situation's like and we'll take care of you and get you the right results. And number five is that you are not on the right program. So we have spoken a lot before about what a program should consist of, you know, obviously the balance between compounds, hypertrophy, you know, time sets you're doing all these different components seem to be regulated and optimized for you and your journey. Doing the wrong program can be such a recipe for disaster. It's like trying to build something, you know, with a completely wrong instructions, you know, you need the custom instructions for you. And that's why I'm so happy Kyle brought up coaching because, you know, that is literally what we've made our life's work to do. You hear us on the podcast, you hear what we can do. And what's amazing, we've optimized this journey, you know, into bite-sized pieces to really make it the best for each individual person. So when you're thinking of programs, you know, you need to consider a lot of different factors. You need to consider experience, age, you need to consider strength, you need to consider time, you need to consider all these different things. Like I could literally go on all day and tomorrow, but you need the right program for you. And if you're overlooking this, you're literally working with a handicap, you know, you're fighting against your own results. And by not doing this, you're not going to see that change and you're not going to build muscle. A great example of this is doing way too much cardio. Cardio is completely fine. It's healthy. There's nothing wrong with it, but you really need to optimize for your goal. You know, we spoke in the past, you know, do you need to do cardio before or after? And the answer is, you know, you need to do what your primary goal is. And if you're looking to build muscle and in particular, a lot of muscle, you need to be really dialed in in your strength training, you need to be dialed in with your contractions, your hypertrophy work. And all this really needs to be balanced to really make sure you're not overtraining and damaging yourself, but you're working near to your potential. So there's a lot to balance and regulate here. That's why I'm so thankful once again that Kyle brought up coaching because, you know, if you'd like to, you know, get some help with this to get the best results possible and stack on some serious muscle, definitely reach out to us um, on Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Another great option, you know, if perhaps that's not something you're looking to do right now, um, is you can actually listen to our episode on building the perfect program, what it should con- what it should consist of. And I will go ahead and link that in the top link of this show notes. Uh, so you can go ahead and check that out because that will really help you out a ton. Yeah, super well said. I'm I'm really pumped that you brought that up, especially because I see so many different things take place. And I've been a victim of this and guilty of just, you know, as I mentioned before, like I use Jay Cutler as a, re, as a, um, uh, an example, because I, I used to do, I used to search Jay Cutler, like one of the biggest, most muscular bodybuilders, which is going to tie into number six. And I used to be like, man, I'm going to do exactly what he does. I remember uh, searching up Steve Cook's meal plan and I'll, I'll just, I'll never forget the days where I was eating eggs, egg whites, chicken breast and fish for breakfast. And, you know, once again, it probably wasn't him that created it, but it was something like on bodybuilding.com. And it's just like, we see a lot of stuff out there. That's obviously we try to take the BS out of fitness um, because once again, there's just so much of it, but even for training programs, it's like, I'll look at something that someone created and there's everyone's just doing AMRAPs or like, you know, going to failure every single week, every single day. It's like, how do you expect to recover? How do you expect to actually build muscle and and just, you know, um, stay safe. You know, there's some, a lot of programs they get, they get no rear delt work. You know, you're only training the muscle group like one time per week. And like, that's obviously where the customization comes in handy is like, if someone says, Hey, listen, you know, I can only train three times per week. Awesome. We'll get you doing a full body split based off of, you know, your goals, like your restrictions, what you have access to here. You know, if someone says, Hey, I can do five days. Okay. We might do some sort of push pull legs, right? Everything is customized. It should be customized for you to get optimal results. And that kind of brings me into number six 
six, just having unrealistic, unrealistic expectations. And, you know, it's just, once again, we're all on Instagram. Uh, we're all on social media. You know, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you have some sort of uh, media out there. Um, that's, uh, you know, just picture form. And, you know, just once again, we look at stuff like The Rock, for example, who just posted a, uh, a massive photo that Josh showed me. He's been training for many years. He's just, he's got a very different uh, lifestyle and he's just a very different person. And someone's going to be like, man, I want to look like him. And, you know, it's, it's very demotivating as well, especially when someone tries to build muscle. And even for, for females, like I want to use this example for females, like you see a photo of someone who's very clearly on uh, some juice, you know, taking some performance enhancing drugs, who's been training for 15 years, who just, and it's demotivating, like people, you know, there's just so many fake naturals out there. Like there's just um, the way that they people pose on Instagram, the way that there's so much out there. And it's just too many people are like, Hey, I want to look like this. And it's good to have that in the back of your head. But at the same time, just know, like, you know, building muscle takes a while as well. And, you know, it's just, it's very important to be as realistic as possible because uh, I find a lot of people aren't truthfully. Yeah. You know, like once again, I was, I showed Kyle that rock photo. Then obviously Chris Hemsworth getting ready for Thor. He looks like a freaking beast and you know, there's nothing wrong with this. I love to see them succeeding and doing the best, but you also do need to take in, you know, not everyone's playing on a, you know, a fair playing field. Not everyone has the same genetics. Um, there's so many different considerations and not to use these as excuses for yourselves, but if you have unrealistic expectations, you know, it makes it a lot more um, devastating when you don't achieve them, right? Like I'm all for dreaming big, doing everything, you know, just succeeding and doing these things. But where people go wrong is, you know, I'll, uh, people come in untrained individuals and they'll send me photos of pro um, female bodybuilders and they'll say, Hey, I want to look like this. I want to put on a ton of muscle. And I'm like, it's not to say they can't one day, but like you can't expect to see this crazy change right away, put on 50 pounds of muscle in a year, you know, without performance uh, enhancing substances, right? Like it's just not going to happen. So by jumping in with like those realistic expectations, staying consistent on your journey, doing it, you know, smart and steady, you will achieve it. You will get a lot done. Um, and then there's also genetic potentials. There's so many considerations with this, um, but I like to leave everyone with just the thought of, you know, be your best you, you know, have some big goals, you know, aim big. We started as Colossus Fitness. You know, we wanted be huge want to be jacked you know these goals will change they're fluid um we're don't get discouraged if you haven't slapped on 100 pounds of muscle right away like stay consistent on that journey keep edging forward be your best self and you'll just be so happy because of it and utilize all six tips in this episode definitely be sure to check out that episode on the perfect workout structure. I have that linked in the show notes. And if you want to get the best coaching on the market, reach out to myself and Kyle on Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T, or have it over to our website to learn more about our coaching program and why it's so effective. That is the first link in the show notes down below. Thank you so much for listening. Anything to add, Mr. KG? I was just going to say one last thing, if you've made it this far, like utilize your beginning years. I just had one other thing that I wanted to mention. I think one reason a lot of people don't build as much muscle is like they waste their beginning years. They, you know, they, they don't lift properly. They, they just do a lot of things incorrectly, which is like totally fair. But as we all know, it becomes way harder to build muscle as you've been lifting for a lot longer. So if you're someone who's one year into lifting, two years into lifting, like I always say, we, it'll pay you back over and over again. You get on the right training program, you get with the right coach, you get with the right nutrition program, and you will succeed for the rest of your life because you've spent those three months for that first year or whatever it is. And you know, it, it is tough because 
someone who's been just lifting for so many years and then they try to build muscle. And it's like, it's very hard after year seven, right? The, you know, it's been proven that in your first year of lifting, you can gain up to 25 pounds of quality muscle, which is incredible. But a lot of times people don't utilize that because they're too scared to gain a little bit of fat or because they don't train properly. Like there's so many variables, but hit us up. We'll take care of you, especially if you're a beginner. We love helping beginners. And uh, you know, it's just, it's so fulfilling seeing how much muscle can be built. Um, once again, not to be too jacked, but you'll look freaking incredible with a little bit more muscle mass. I know for a fact. So I'm not going to add anything else there. Definitely end this episode. Think about that a little because that is a huge hack. Thank you so much for listening. Peace out.